When they had seen him, they spread. It was impossible to keep that secret. It was too much. They spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed. Not terrified anymore, but amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Let's pray. Close your eyes. Dear Lord, we didn't just come to celebrate a historical Jesus who was born 2,000 years ago, but we came this morning to recognize a relevant God who can still make our faith powerful, effective, and vibrant. I ask you, Holy Spirit, your word, you can take the word for the places, secret places, deep places in our soul. You can make miracles. You can touch people this morning. You can speak with us. Feel free among us. Touching our minds and your hearts and our intentions and our families and our plans and your destinies and our future. We are here for you. Thank you for loving us. Amen. 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 Um, they wake up, woke up that morning just for one more day. Normal day. Like you and me. Okay? So how is your routine? Work, pay bills, clean the house, driving, look after the kids. <laughs> sometimes I have some fun. Uh, sometimes I have something to talk about. Oh, a new medicine, a new pain. <laughs> oh, have you watched the, that film? It's life. It's normal. It's the routine. It's the everyday life. And I love this in Luke chapter 2. When God selects Normal people to reveal his glory, to give a vision, to mess up with the routine, to change their words upside down, to change everything. But they were not in the church, they were not in some kind of spiritual environment, they were not praying, they were not singing praises, they were not, they were not, they were not in Jerusalem uh, with the high priest. They were not doctors of law. They were normal people. Normal. Nothing special. They were not trying to please God. They were working. Looking after the flocks. At night, working too late. Maybe complaining about the bills. Maybe complaining about the boss. Maybe complaining about something. Like you and me. And then, boom. <laughs> And this is amazing because I cannot start something in God. God starts something. I cannot create revival. I cannot create nothing. And then, boom, God. Why God? Because he's God. Excuse me, I'm God. I can do whatever I want, okay? <laughs> so, was not in Jerusalem, was not in the temple, was not in some special place, was just while we're driving in the traffic. And they kill the post-offs in the bank, look after your kids, or you are eating, or you are working, or you are doing whatever you do. In that moment, 
without looking to your sins, without looking for your problems, your confusion in your mind. Oh, this morning I scream with my kid. Oh my God, I feel guilty. Oh, my husband, my God. And then, boom. God can give you a vision, a gift, something new. But they were Jews. So they knew it about the prophecies, about the Messiah. They had these promises. Maybe this is your and my great expectation in life. When God will fulfill his promise or speak to me. You know that moment, few seconds, when you are doing something very normal in your ordinary life, and have that few seconds, I wish my life, I don't know, should be different. I need something deeper. I need something passionate. I need some passion in my life. I need something to change my life. My God, one more day. My God, one more Friday, another year. It's December again. Nothing special happened. When I look in the retrospective in my ear, it was okay. But I still have this thirsting my soul about something. Ah, God, I've become older. My life is going. I need to do something special. I don't know what is this. Sometimes I feel this nothing in my throat, in my chest, my chest. Sometimes I feel that, oh, there's some kind of special mission for my life, for my family, for my future. But I don't know when, how this will be uh, manifested for me. The shepherds. A life normal. And God talked to them. Okay, but this is not 100% good news. God talked to you, give you a surprise. If God gives you some word, if God, oh, it can be in the church, it can be in a conversation with a friend, in your dreams or praying, I don't know. If God puts something in your heart and you wake up that morning, oh, that's it. This is not 100% nice in the beginning because their first reaction was, not only fear, terrified. God, I want to change my routine. Okay, you change my routine. Oh, no, I don't know how to deal with new stuff. They were terrified. So, first, God can talk to you from the ordinary places of your everyday life. But second, when God speaks to you, you may feel fear before joy. And they were terrified, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid. was the same word for Joseph, do you remember? Joseph was not excited about the, the Mary's uh, pregnancy or the baby Jesus. What was his plan? Oh God, open a door for me to get out of this. Terrified, fear. And the first word from the angel, hey, don't be afraid. The first word from the angel for the shepherds, don't be afraid. Because your fear can paralyze everything in your life. Your fear can stuck in your life in the same place for years and years. Don't be afraid. It's me, but God, this is scary. I know. <laughs> Something that God, 
something that comes from God brings concern to you before brings joy for you? Have you lived this before in your life? You know why? Because the gifts, the promises, the words from God usually is wrapped in the wrapping paper of troubles. And this is scary. Probably the problem is not the gift, it's not the news, it's not the, the blessing, the promise. Probably it's the wrapping paper. It's the whole package. It's what comes together with this. Uh, very many times in my life I saw this. God giving gifts, but I'm not feeling myself gifted at all. God giving words, promises, but I'm not feeling myself blessed, but confused in the first moment. Often I saw, I, I, I can see gifts from God coming for people where this gift is wrapped in the paper about uh, to be fired of a job. Maybe it was a gift for you, someone you thought would stay with you all your life, and this person left you, and this is painful, and it's a wrapping paper. Maybe this, you are struggling with some kind of depression or sadness or loneliness or some problems in your life you don't understand. It's just a wrapping paper. There is a gift inside. There is a gift inside of the criticism, inside of the criticism paper. There is a gift from God inside your troubles, your worries. In the first moment, wow, this is scaring. I don't want to go forward. Ah. Uh, Sometimes God's give you a gift, you don't feel gifted at all. I remember many times in my life, God called me to preach, scare me to death. And I left the seminary, and then God called me to walk away from a full-time job, scare me to death. And then God told me, now you need to leave Sao Paulo, your city, and go for a very far small town in the very south of your country. Scared to death. And then when I was working in my thoughts, thinking a career in the ministry, God told me, I don't want you to be part of this big machine when all the pastors, they have to uh, deliver high performance and numbers and everything. This is not for you. You need to leave this behind, and this scared me to death. And God said to me a few years ago, now you go to England. This scared me to death. It's the wrapping paper. The gift is inside. You need to be brave enough to unwrap it. You need to be brave enough to face it, to say, okay, is this scary? I don't know the situation. I lost the control. But it's a blessing from God. I have the suspicions. God don't want to kill me. There's a blessing. This guy's here. There's something here. But first, create me something different. So maybe, my suspicion is maybe God, with all his love, look for you and me and say, my son, my daughter, I want to make you brave. 
I want to make you grow. I want to make you stronger. I want to make you a warrior. So this is my gift for you. You need to face the rejection. You need to face uh, when someone will lie about you. People that you love will betray you. And this will make you grow. But look, there is something waiting for you inside the wrapping paper. So, once they understood that God spoke to them, angels, choir, the message, the vision, and boom, disappears just the sky and stars again. They look at each other and it was impossible to them to stay in the same place, to stay, to stay in the same kind of life, to live the same kind of routine, to live the same kind of life. Everything changed now. Everything is different now. Everything is, uh, is a new mind, is a new vision, is a new thoughts, is a new excitement, is a new hungry starvation in their souls. They don't care more about the flocks and nothing. There is something more glorious. There is something bigger. There is something better. And then, oh, we received something from, from God. We received some kind of vision, message, we cannot be the same. It's impossible. There is something bigger than me inside of me. There is some kind of call from God bigger than you, bigger than your uh, stuffs, your things, your profits, your plans. <laughs> Our life is too small, and now God showed me something. Amazing! We need to go together. No, hold on. Let's go, guys. So, third, they couldn't stay in the same place. They hurried off. Oh my God, I love this. Once you understand what God wants from you, what God wants to give to you, don't waste time. Run. Don't walk. Don't think twice. Don't think maybe. Run. What's the target of your life? What God's giving to you? What is in your heart? Don't waste time with things which is not about the target, the dreams, the vision from God to your life. Run. Doesn't matter if you just wake up now with 40, 45, 50 years old and you waste years of your life doing something that's nothing about God. But once you know what is this, run. Go. God will give you the direction. Like the angel said, look, it's there. And they, Whoa. don't talk with someone. Don't waste time with nobody. It's there. My gift is there. My destiny is waiting for me. My future is there. My fate is there. My call is there. My family is there. I need to go there. I don't care more about the flocks. I don't care about my small things. There is something who put some dreams inside of you. There is something from God for me. It's special. And I want this with all my strength, with all my heart, with all my mind. I want this. Because if you don't have this, or if you have this, think, and you're just wasting time, you feel heavy, depressed, guilty, wasting your gifts, wasting your life. 
Does, I, I don't know why I have this feeling. I doesn't fit it anywhere in my life. There's something missing like a puzzle without that piece. But if you know, and if God spoke to you years ago, hey, hurry up. Run. So they came. And it's amazing because, <laughs> look, the angel said to them three titles for this newborn baby, Savior, Christ, and Lord. So in the Roman Empire, these were very important titles for the emperor or, or the authorities. Uh, do, you need to remember that the Roman, Roman Empire they had a lot of gods and authorities, and they worshipped them. And these titles, uh, they used to put these names in these guys. When the angel shared and bring these three titles for this newborn baby to them, and they wow, this guy is very important. Oh, and this is the sign where you find the guy very important. A manger, a barn with, with animals. A manger, yes. Between animals, yes. A real, real manger, yes. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I love this. When God takes you out of the box, when God takes you out of the system, when God, because our life is very, how is the word, predictable? When God takes you for something that you never thought that that place and that situation could be good for you and then someone very weird, different come and bless you or something happened, you need to be open for new possibilities, new opportunities. And God took them for a very different place because sometimes we think that we have a promise from God, God has plans for my life, but if your life is just going down instead of going up, it's just because God is up to something. Like in the barn, like in the middle of the animals, the great gift and the glory of the Lord was there. In likely places, in likely places, God can manifest your glory invite you to be part of this. So I love this. Uh, I really believe that maybe we have some people here right now who need to rejoice about something that you cry about in the past to understand this thing. And say it for yourself, was good for me to be afflicted. Was good for because if if I hadn't lived that situation, if I hadn't went through that situation, the rejection the sadness, the anguish, the troubles, all this was wrapping paper. And this week, this last week, I think was the worst of my life. Uh, I don't know if you believe it or not, but I was in a very deep spiritual battle with demons. And it becomes a point on Thursday uh, evening 
Sorry for this, but it's true, it's real life, okay? I threw up blood because I had nothing in my stomach and anguish. And demons talking to me, I will kill you. Uh, I won't make you kill yourself. I won't make you crazy. You lost your rationality. I won't destroy your, uh, your marriage. And many, many stuff for many reasons, many informations that I received this last week. So strong, so deep. And a friend from my country called me from the south. His name is, is Darlan. God used him. To, he called me. I want to pray for you. There's something happened with you. And we prayed together. Wow, was so strong this battle. Because God knows about you, but the enemy knows who are you, who you are. The enemy knows that if God decides to give you a vision, to give you a call, to give you a word, to give you something different, you can shine. You can be someone like a threat from the darkness in the God's hands. So I was praying uh, with Giovanna and we prayed together and we faced enemy and there were so many situations and I understood yesterday morning God spoke to me. I was reading and rereading this text and God said, hey Daniel, be brave enough to open the gift. There's a gift inside. Jesus is there. Your call is there. Your future is there. Your destiny is there. So are you sad? Are you feeling alone, rejected by people, rejected by God, thank you for rejecting me. Thank you for lying about me. Thank you for all the doors had you shot in my face and you cannot stay here because this, because of this, now I have the privilege to go, to come to an unlikely place like a barn and see the wondrous God's provision. And his son became flesh. He took the human body. Now God has veins, muscles. He's sweaty, color of his skin. He touched the sinners and he smiled. He lived among us. It's the glory of God being manifesting. In a barn, being manifest in a barn, is the God, creator of the universe, the eternal God, the invisible God, available to me, a normal guy, a simple person, a mother, a father, a father who's trying to fix the stuff, someone who's trying to have different results, struggling with the life, Normal people, the creator of the universe, decides, I want to manifest it. I want to reveal myself for you. Be ready. Wrapped the gift. My best is there inside for you. I love this, how God works uh, in different ways with our life. So, they came, they saw, they feel happy and full of joy. In the last moment, I imagine uh, they look at each other and say, man, everybody needs to know. <laughs> More than information, everybody needs to feel the same. 
the world has to know this. We need to spread, we need to talk with people. It's impossible to keep for myself. You know someone who walks with God when this person starts to talk about his life with God, his experience, and his eyes shining, and you see something different in his words and his sense and his emotion, because it's impossible to keep, it's impossible to be quiet, it's impossible to not tell for everybody, so let's go. And they went in the town and everywhere and every place. From shepherds, they become preachers. From shepherds, they become ministers. From shepherds, they become evangelists. You don't know what God can do with your life. God can visit you in your office, in your place of work, and start some fire, and some new flame, a new call, a new vision, because God is creative. From a simple mother, you can become someone very influent in the school of your child, of your children. From uh, someone who doesn't know what to do with your life, you can be a man full of the holy fire. For someone who sometimes is sad, is wasting time, there is no meaning in my life, God can show something for you. It can change your life forever. And from you, your family, your friends, your neighbors, the guys who work around you, everybody, you can touch everybody, and it's free, you don't need to pay nothing. <laughs> he paid for everything. My hope is that you can face the wrapping paper that sometimes brings sadness and troubles and look for the gift of God and be inspired, be safe, and tell for everybody. I got something for you. I remember when I was a teenager, I loved rock and roll. <laughs> and I used to listen to Petra, the rock band, the Christian rock band from the US, Petra. And I love it, that song. And he used to say, hey, word, I'm here, and I got something to give. Even when I was a teenager, I thought, wow, I understood this. I've got something to give for someone. They don't know what is this. I know. Come to the barn. Come to the unlikely places. Maybe this place is your family. Maybe this place, I don't know. It don't have to be a church. Any place when the glory of the Lord can be revealed for you. I'd like to pray for you, uh, with you. Let's stand a few minutes, please. Ian, can we have some worship song? Close your eyes for a second, a few seconds. Close your eyes. The devil will always try to kill the God's gifts. Like he tried with Jesus. The enemy will try to kill the God's promises in your life. The enemy will try to kill your call like he did with me. He tried to do this this last week with me. Thousands of lies and hard situations to try to make you give up. The devil will always try to kill the promise of God. But God is with you. God has a plan for you. 
God has promises for your family. God chose you. God, He's seeing you in your everyday life. He's seeing you. When you are sad, when you are driving, when you are on the bus, and you are walking the town center, you are going to, by train to London, or you are going anywhere, have a dinner with your family, watching TV, God is seeing to you. And He's up to do something about you. And He wants to reveal something great, bigger. But I'm really rejoiced because in the end of this journey, this journey finished in Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. The best word, the powerful name, the best gift of God is Jesus. Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we thank you. Because you choose us, ordinary people, to be loved for you, to reveal his glory. Jesus, we can't live without you. Jesus, we want to follow you in the barns and the poor places, in every situation, we want to follow you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for don't give up on us. If you feel free for this, uh, they will, the guys will be worshiping a song. Come on, this is your house. Don't need to ask for permission. Don't need to lift your hands. You just come to pray. We'll be around, the elders, me. We are here as a family. You don't need to tell what's going wrong in your life. But if you can, if you want, yes, you can. But you don't need, you don't have to. We just can pray together. Because maybe God is calling some people here for leadership. And this is tough. This is hard. And I know you are insecure and scary and face many wrapping papers. But we are here to walk together. We will sing in the middle of the song. Feel free to pray. God bless you.